0: Hello.
1: And they call him Sandy Claus.
0: What, Matt? We're way beyond that.
1: Beyond? Oh, what are you talking about?
0: Time-wise, Sandy Claus. You know, it's it's not December anymore.
1: No, no, it's not. Unfortunately, I. Just got uh, done putting together a Jack Skellington minifigure from the uh, Lego blind bag Disney collection. Oh,
0: okay, that explains it. So
1: I was looking at him while the phone was ringing, and it just got stuck in my head. So gotcha. Having, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, my head's yeah. killing me. Ugh. what'd you do? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I have a concussion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just uh, si- like sinus pressure headache.
1: That's how. Oh. That's 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 four to six weeks of uh, downtime if you're a wrestler. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, at least. I mean, they got to get them, like, looked at. They're a lot better about it now than they were, in, even as recently as, like, the 90s and early 2000s, just because of, um, you know, a, com- a combination of things. Um, the Crispin Watch tragedy, of course, you know, and the uh, just just better research when it comes to what causes concussions and that sort of thing. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. They are better huh. about that. Um but yeah, I hope your head feels better.
0: That's no, okay. It's it's not that it's not like the, I get these every once in a while. Hmm. I don't know if it's like an air pressure thing or what, but
1: mm. barometric it's not pressure. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's just kind of like ugh, you just don't want to do anything. I don't. I, I I the reason I preface it because I know people that have like legit migraines, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's a totally different ball game.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think you and I are both very aware of just people chalking up bad headaches to migraines. It's always um,
0: oh yeah, no, yeah. I know I've never had a migraine. Like they, because I know people that suffer from chronic migraines. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, what they describe, I've never had. Yeah. Thank God, knock on wood. Yeah. Hopefully, I never will. Because my dad had them around my age, but who knows?
1: Yeah, my uh, a, a coworker of mine gets some um, at a very specific time, like whenever the, the, the weather is just on like the precipice of, of a yep. bad rainstorm, like that's what triggers it for him. It's different for different people. Sometimes it is stress induced. Sometimes it's, it can be something like a smell, bright lights, uh, flashing mm-hmm. lights, uh, my voice, you know, different things can trigger migraines in people.
0: We have to put warnings in front of the show. That's like true. Like they do with like strobe light stuff in <laughs> movies and whatnot. This will cause seizures.
1: <laughs> Content warning.
0: <laughs> so anyway, if that's why I don't sound 100%, guys, that's why.
1: Ah. I'm not 100%, your, but I'm all, still here. That was all your college late night partying that you do, you know?
0: No. Yeah. Oh, I'm wild.
1: Yes, you I are. I so wild. You are yeah. just out there, girl, doing that.
0: I am regular I don't even know I was gonna
1: go. looking like a hillary duff video and shit yeah yeah you do
0: a hillary duff video that's yeah. an oddly specific reference what's that my lips are sealed <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about
1: yeah uh, i think i'm the one that's having uh head issues right now i
0: guess <laughs> uh, yeah i guess
1: Welcome, everybody, Make to... twice to if
0: you're all right. Oh, shit. This isn't a video. No. Damn it. Never mind.
1: <laughs> no, that's bonus for our Patreons there. Oh. No, no, let's not. Let's not even start nah, that. Nah, nah.
0: Nah, yeah. No. That's,
1: that's the special gold level of, of the Patreon where you get to watch us record the podcast.
0: Guys, we are never doing that.
1: No. No. I don't Unless know how people do we somehow do it.
0: end up living in the same city at some point soon and, like, have a studio. Mm-hmm. If people want to like throw some fucking money at us to make that happen, I I'd be down for that.
1: Let but. me tell you, that is that is a formula destined for trouble right there. The fact that we record this podcast in two separate locations is is one of the saving graces of the show. Because when you record in a studio or you record in the same place, let's not even say studio. When you like okay. if you were to come over here to my uh-huh. home to record a podcast, it would become a hang, and it would be hours, yeah. and it would just be a lost day. Then we would start yeah. having to quantify, like, "Oh, well, we should only record on weekends because it's going to take three or four hours because we're going to want to hang out and we got to eat. Might as well have something to drink while we're at it, too." And all you're of a sudden, you're
0: describing how Turtle Soup does their entire show because <laughs> really? I have been on that, and then I'm going to be on that again <laughs> some point soon. So you should go subscribe to Turtle Soup. Shout uh, out to Turtle or- Soup. Our boys, I love them, Eric and Eric Crosby and Ryan Guy over at Turtle Soup. I think I think Ryan said something about doing, but it's gonna be like a Patreon exclusive, so you might have to hop on their Patreon if you like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Go over there and That'll help them cool.
1: out. Yeah, because I was gonna—I was actually gonna add—I don't think we've ever actually specified what Turtle Soup is about. It's, <laughs> it's about—we just go shout out to Turtle Soup and we move <laughs> on. That's—that's that's the bit. So <laughs> <They're>
0: awful. <laughs> yeah, it's—it's it's about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're going through all of it, everything that has ever existed in chronological order. That's they're right. Nuts. And they're nuts. they're stupid.
1: They've made a lot of progress, and you know, kudos to them, legit, because. They started their show uh while I was involved with uh GCPD, the Games, Comics, and Puppy Dogs podcast, my first podcast,
0: my first yeah.
1: baby, and they were, you know, talking to me about getting started, and they've been going, and I've been through at least three podcasts since then, so, you know, kudos to them for the longevity and for staying on task, and I mean, just being laser-focused on their goals, so... Yeah, that's that's a feat.
0: <laughs> they love their tangents. It's, it's okay. It's okay. They love their okay. tangents too. That's
1: where the longevity come in. You know, they can oh, just yeah. keep going. But you know, they're just there. You no, know,
0: when they, I believe I was there when they first started it, or they had just started it. Like when I when I was around, like I, I, it was it was either I came in right as they were starting it into the picture, or like they started it. Well, I don't remember the exact timeline, but I actually found, um stuff on like these two hats TMNT hats on clearance and it mm. ended up being their two favorite turtles it was the only two that were left wow. and I did not know that
1: perfect timing
0: and so I gave it to them and it was like what yeah
1: <laughs> well I, I think we've given Crosby and Guy enough of a shout out this time around so they can cut this part out put it on their show if they like you know that'll be our crossover right there boom done
0: yep crossover sorry <laughs> I to message, Uh-oh. lady. back. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> what? We're not doing that. <laughs> Sorry, had to happen. My oh, God. <laughs> okay, so. Do not display happiness on the show, Lex. No. Oh wait, I gotta be the miserable one. i oh, destroy the guys. show, guys. All <laughs> not dating really sucks. You save, oh, you oh, save oh, your oh.
1: happiness for after the show, like normal people.
0: What's funny is that voice that I'm doing is like my brother my brother's mocking voice as well. He's like, Ugh, I don't like it. Like <laughs> <that's> the exact <laughs> same voice. It's I always oh God. When we get little things where it's similar, it freaks me out. I don't know if you have that with your brother too. Hmm. Like where you have similarities. Like our handwriting is very similar. I think I've talked about that before. Okay. Things like that. It just freaks me out. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, it's
1: grew up in the same house, under the same influence. Spend a lot of time together. Osmosis I, is a But I
0: always wonder, is it genetic or is it environment? That's the part that gets me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The world may never know. <laughs> so, let's talk about what's going on.
0: So, we're going to talk about crisis. We are. But, first, let's cover this. So, I am fascinated by. Do, do you have you ever cared about royal news? No. Like, okay, okay, that's that's perfectly fine. Okay. So I've never really been that into it either. But I kind of love now that Meghan Markle's in the mix. Right, right. That's because that's, she's like spicing shit up and kind of burning it down at the same time.
1: That's kind of the only reason I care in this in this situation, honestly, just because you have I, a normie like you and I. Yeah. Uh, you know, being. She's an
0: American. Right. Like, she has no royal blood.
1: Right. She's an American. And those Brits, they, they're not used to not being able to throw shade about people's skin color or, you know, their path in life and all that. They're used to just being able to just throw it on out there and just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But this chip ain't falling. Oh, no.
0: No. No, 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 no. And they've, thr- and like, so I have lightly followed some of this news because they addressed that they, that she is being treated horribly yeah. and he's freaking out because like his mother died because mm-hmm. of this mistreatment and everything like that. So like they tried to address it and go give us privacy, be cool, stop with the racial stuff, which of course they're like, you're playing the race card or whatever. And it's like, no bitch, you're being racist. Like, yeah. Yeah. You have they have racial issues in their country too. like can't pretend it just exists in America or whatever. like it's really fucked up. and um, so they've treated her like shit in the press and everything like that. And now they're like kind of saying basically, we're leaving the royal family, kind of like that's that's what I've gathered from this. I don't know enough about this, but they're they're kind of like, oh, they're gonna split their time between the u k. And like North America, Canada, like they're going to, they're like, fuck this shit. We're going to Canada kind of thing, which is fascinating to me. I did not even know you could do this. Yeah. Like I didn't know this was a thing. I don't even know if it is a thing or if they're making a thing.
1: They're making it up as they go along. But the, the part of the story that fascinates me the most about this whole, and this whole scenario is the, the difference in how the news is reporting on Meghan Markle uh, and her baby bump and everything like that, and her being pregnant versus uh, Kate Middleton. Yeah, you know, it's just, been
0: completely different. Like, absolutely, the same coverage.
1: newspaper and everything. You know, they show so, headlines and it's like, oh, Kate Middleton is positively glowing as she shows her baby bump off and gives it a little snuggle right there in public mm-hmm. in that same newspaper. I, I believe it was like the uh, you know the Daily News or something like that. One of it's those some tabloids, garbage like some garbage tabloid, paper. yeah. yeah. Uh, saying, boy, you know, uh, Megan Markle can't keep her hands off her belly in public. How how rude?
0: How terrible? Exactly. Like, how Jesus.
1: rude? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I I do have one opinion that might be controversial, okay. and I don't. And and you you might agree with it, disagree, and I'm and everyone listening, if you disagree with this, let us know because I could be totally wrong on this, but I don't. I'm just kind of throwing it out there.
1: Girl, you know I'm here for these hot takes. Come on, <laughs> hot take. Hot takes.
0: I love that she's doing this, okay? I think it's the right thing to do for both herself and her son and her husband. Like, I I think it's the right thing for her to do. Mm. I'm a little bit upset that it has to be the black woman doing it. Because I wonder if they're like, she came into the family and like, the black woman came in and took him away and did this and did that. And like, almost feeds stereotype and bullshit further also even if you don't want to look at it that way of feeding stereotype it's the black woman doing the work like where the fuck has kate middleton been she needs to step up you know yeah. like stuff like that it's really annoying well kate middleton to my knowledge
1: she hasn't complained about you know the focus that she's been receiving from the media right I, again you know I guess like, she like just you said, like correct she, me well, if i'm wrong
0: from, she was from some sort of royalty right
1: right she's the duchess of something twice three times removed or something like that we're
0: yeah we're not sort of the people to something.
1: be talking about this at length but oh, we're no, she's the <laughs> go straight and doubt fire
0: what yeah. have you done lex
1: you know um semi-related i've been doing a deep dive of uh great news for these past couple of days because i was homesick um, You know going through asthma stuff I don't talk about mm-hmm. that much we can touch on that later If you want to I don't care
0: If you want to you can if you okay. don't want to well, That's private like We'll see if
1: We'll see if we circle back around to it. But I was home, and I had nothing to watch on television that I wouldn't get in trouble for watching by myself because my wife wasn't home. So I was watching Great News. God, I love that show. Finally catching up on that. And, you know, it's got its pros and cons, but it's a good marathoner. You know, you can watch it and just have it on or whatever. Uh, Peacock
0: should bring that back, that streaming service. That they have, it should. I know it's called Peacock. I know I said cock, guys. You, did, huh, you listen sugar. to the live show. You know, you know I talk cock. She's a <laughs> Talk it, don't take it. The difference.
1: So, no, there's, <laughs> so anyway, anyway, the reason why I brought it up is because one of yeah. the characters, uh, Greg, one of his character traits is he's very British. Um, you know, and it's happening in, in the United States. So, um, the, the main character, uh, Katie, her mom is asking Greg, like, how many royals have to die before you become the king of England? <laughs> and oh, I'm wondering, like, is that a thing that British people, like, think of? Like, we have our six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Do they try to figure out, like, okay.
0: How many, how many of you assholes have to die before I get that crown from that fucking baby? What or kill number, that baby that what number in
1: line for the crown am I? <laughs> yeah.
0: I would bet that, like those like duchess and dutch fuckers and whatever the fuck those people are like those those people that are royalty but like offshoot royalty i bet if they it, think of that if it wasn't for dutch
1: fuckers i wouldn't be alive
0: <laughs> that's true you are a dutch fucker no i'm the result of a dutch fucker you, but but wouldn't the result of a dutch fucker also be a dutch fucker no i I'm, I'm a fucked dutch <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fuck-dutch. Why can't we name that the episode? (laughs) God damn you, iTunes. Anywho. I'm a fuck-dutch.
1: So the royals, yes.
0: uh, So like, I... Okay, so do you think that that's... Am I am I bringing that racial element further into this discussion than I probably should by saying that about no, Markle and like the, the stand that she has to take basically and basically has to fall on that sword?
1: You're not the first person I I've seen uh, to bring that up. So oh, I'm
0: sure plenty. Yeah, yeah there I've, are people that's heard of me talking I've about seen, this. I just said Dutch fucker for like 20, <laughs> 20 plus seconds.
1: Yes, Come yes. on. Yeah. So it's been it's been the the. Um, the topic has been uh, brought up before it's um, it's another layer of bullshit on top of everything going on with it. I mean, just basically as an American, like the fascination and almost borderline obsession with the royal family that even we have here in the States, it's, it's weird, man. I mean, everything stops when one of them gets married or a baby is born or something like that. They're not even our royalty. You know, the Canadians they they have they have the
0: British yeah the Canadians royalty. are still attached to them yeah it's somehow still, it's the like
1: they're on their money and they don't were even dealt rule against over
0: them. them we were like fuck you guys and your taxes we're throwing the tea into the harbor we're right, done
1: right. and then
0: and then we're like now we're like oh my god look at the little baby he's gonna be king he's yeah. gonna be baby well, look, at the,
1: look at the royal look at the royal corgis aren't they adorable may they rest in peace but yeah
0: Is just these are dead
1: yeah no. i'm sorry oh, fuck. yeah oh. i know that's that's bad news like they they're innocents they had no they have no place in this you know
0: <laughs> they have no place in this in this world they, <laughs> they belong to the next
1: <laughs> bless those little corgis I remember when they were when too they, good
0: for this world. They God were too it. good
1: for this world. They helped out James Bond uh, with the Olympics. <laughs> remember the Olympics opening ceremony when they helped James
0: Bond rescue the Queen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know the names of her her corgis now. I'm going to look it up. Me Corgi too. Queen names. It's probably something real dry. I can't imagine they're too creative. It's
1: not like yeah, Cheddar. sure
0: like Wilfred. Yeah. I don't want some basic bitch.
1: <laughs> Who was this basic yeah. bitch? This isn't my cheddar. In
0: 2007, the queen was noted to have five corgis. Five. Monty, Emma, okay. Lynette,
1: uh-huh.
0: Willow, Millo. and Holly. Wait, what was the last one? Holly.
1: Holly. Okay.
0: That's not. Those are boring as shit. They are. Those are just Ain't people
1: names. Come on. Honeycut or like, you know, Jollybee, or no, that would be kind of like a racial thing, so you don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> She's the queen. She
0: wants. She can do what she um,
1: wants. I wonder if they even have a bee in the UK. Wow, we got off topic.
0: Like, now we got to think of punny names. I don't know. I can't think of puns right now. My head hurts too bad.
1: Yeah, we're not. We're <laughs> We're not firing on all cylinders here. I'm deprived. You're,
0: you're like post asthma. Yeah. dead. I'm oxygen and I'm deprived. Like, Hello.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so perfect time to podcast is what I hear you saying. Awesome.
0: Oh Let's yeah, do it. it's always a perfect time to podcast. I love these sweet chili babies too much. You no know, headache. We can't no stay way. away from
1: y'all. We appreciate. Because you knew what how you to do. quit you. I can't. Mm-mm. I can't quit you. Nope. Can't, can't do it. So, Megan and Harry... Oh, yeah, Harry, I'm fascinated by this. I am, to mm-hmm. an extent. You know, just the whole Meghan Markle aspect of it. I remember, I mean, just so many different things are firsts with her, which I, which fascinates me. Just the fact that she had a, a, t- a TV show that was still running fresh episodes That's- featuring her while she was becoming a part of British royalty, you know?
0: That is... I still can't get over that. That is so weird
1: right right i wanted it to be like an adam sandler vehicle or something like that like he marries into the royal family but he's got a popular daytime talk show how is he going to balance his daily life how and the still... fuck is
0: that movie not been made yet exactly. netflix you've got like 40 billion dollars sitting around go throw it at him that's <laughs> that's gold
1: you know what he's already on the payroll they don't even have to pay him anything more just take the script and go
0: Oh, Just he's still it. getting paid. You know he's got to still be getting paid. Oh, for sure, he yeah, got to,
1: got to pay. You know, he got to pay his boys, the Kevin Jameses, the Chris Rocks. I respect
0: the hell out of him, man, the for Rob. the money he's made. And like, look, I understand they're not all great movies. Yeah. Like, I watched the the murder mystery one that came out recently with him and Jennifer Aniston. So I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, uh, it was not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I, was, I thought it's you were going to say it was surprisingly entertaining. But I was like, you know what? Okay. Like, like I get it. This is what you're making. And I think it was like their highest watched film of the year.
1: That's cool. So Netflix. you you heard about how, of course, you've heard about how uh, well of a performance he put out in Uncut Gems.
0: Yeah. Because I everybody's talking about that. Yeah. And
1: I'm shocked he didn't get nominated. So I wanna see it. But the reason I brought it up is because um Kathy Bates did get nominated uh for an Oscar this year. Because Kathy Bates is Kathy Bates. She's great. But what was great about it was that even though he didn't win, uh Kathy Bates and he slid back into characters from Waterboy (laughs) to congratulate her and console him. And uh yeah, it was kinda it was kinda cute that exchange on Twitter. So I got to find the link. I'll post it in the notes or whatever. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> Mama said, alligators are angry because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. <laughs> I love that movie.
1: I yeah. movie. Yeah. She said something like, oh, use the goat, not the kind of goat we eat at home.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Okay. So she was not. Has she ever won? I don't know. I'll look it up.
1: Yeah. This is mean, this
0: is this is the inevitable. We need to Google twenty things.
1: <laughs> how many tabs can Lex have open? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, put in your bets now. In fact, let's check back at the end of the episode. Don't close any tabs. Let's just find out how many tabs you have open by the end of the show.
0: Okay. I've already closed one tab, so okay, okay. Plus we're one, gonna, whatever. starting
1: starting now, we're gonna we're gonna place bets <laughs> on how many tabs All you have right. open by the end of the show.
0: All right. And add, 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 add. add, add. <laughs> she won in 1991 for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Oh, my misery.
1: misery. Oh, yeah, yeah, misery. How can I forget misery? Of course. That Stephen King classic where he kind of does a weird meta self-referential thing.
0: I Doesn't wonder he if, do that in like all of his shit?
1: Yeah, basically. Even in uh, It Chapter 2, he had a cameo. And, yeah, um, that was
0: a good cameo. I yeah. liked it.
1: Yeah, because he's kind of making fun of himself. Like, yeah, Did it
0: was you a like good it, story. Chapter 2? We never talked about that.
1: You know, I thought it was okay. Not um, as good as First one, not as good as the first one. The yeah. first one was definitely a feature; like it, it needed to be seen yeah. at the movies. It validated its existence with the, uh-huh. the effects and the way that they framed the story. Yeah, they left out the, uh, the the kid orgy. Thank God, once again. Oh my
0: God, yeah. I don't. I can't get on that rant again. Go. But go. the
1: second one, the second one felt like it could have been a made-for-TV movie, or at least like an HBO movie or something like that. It didn't feel like it should have been like a full-length feature film. So
0: yeah, they probably should have done everything the same but it been a mini series like the original
1: yeah yeah
0: you know but like I, an hbo miniseries like like they can do all of the content because it did feel jarring to go back into that world yeah it didn't quite make sense to me
1: i could tell like even they didn't put as much uh, you know effort into this second one as they did the first one as an as establishing that world like um You know how some movie projects, you you feel like, okay, they're in a small town, but it feels like there are people operating in this town that are doing things to keep the town running. We just don't see them, but we can feel it, you know? Right. That type of vibe. This didn't feel like that. It felt like every scene they were in, that was all that was happening in that world. (laughs) Like when they start out and they're they're doing the reunion at the Chinese restaurant, it feels like that's it. That's all the town has going on that night. Everybody's in that Chinese restaurant.
0: Oh, and it's the same director. Interesting! Wow. Oh wow! He's going to be directing the Flash. Oh, know?
1: he's the new Flash director for this
0: for this month <laughs> for the for this week. Shit! Yeah,
1: yeah. We got we got more wow, Flash talk later. He's also doing
0: an Attack on Titan. God, they're oh. giving him all of the franchises. What the fuck? That's so weird, man. That's like okay. Three so movies. So they're saying Mama. Of. It. It chapter two, and that's it. And they're giving him all of this. Wow. That's nuts. So who like, was the guy? Offense to
1: him, but Jesus. Who was the guy that worked on the script for Batman versus Superman, <sighs> Justice League, and Star Wars? There's like some oh. guy, like the, the most recent Star Wars episode nine.
0: Colin Trevorrow.
1: Yeah. How the hell? Like after those two, like okay, those two did polarizing you, films.
0: Did you hear about <laughs> how his script leak, script leaked? The episode nine script. I read a little bit of that today. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. And everyone's like, this would have been so much better. I'm like, this sounds fucking terrible, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, but that's always the case. It's always, you know, and I, I think I mentioned this before with the whole Snyder cut debacle. They're always going to consider the thing that we didn't see to be better than what we did. When in actuality, it could have been much, much worse. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because, I mean, even the article... I just
0: want them to put out that stupid Schneider cut so we can be done with it. The Rob Schneider cut? The Rob. Put out the Rob Schneider cut already.
1: God damn it. Oh, man. Yes. Just put it out there.
0: (laughs) Yep. Put it out there.
1: Just put it out there. See what he says. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, How do you feel about this whole, like... How do you feel about the episode nine thing that you read from Trevor? Or do you feel, do you feel like it was, did, now, you, did you read, read any the details ex- or
0: whatever? I, I just read some details of it. Yeah. Some like okay. bullet points that, yeah. of the article. Um, I was, I didn't feel like this would be any better because people were like, Oh, this would have been so much better. So of course I like went and read about it mm-hmm. and I was like, this doesn't seem like it'd be any better. And it doesn't seem like it would be. So like one of the things, uh, we're getting into spoiler territory.
1: Um, okay yeah all right we're gonna we're gonna cut we're gonna cut there give you guys a couple more weeks to breathe on that
0: yeah we're not Come gonna talk to about it. the details of it you can read about it. but like yeah okay so like the stuff with ray's parents the because the, like that was different in the script yeah um and then the villain choice was different in the script and i'm like this doesn't seem any better like
1: yeah well let's let's switch gears a little bit i'll, t- I'll talk about this aspect of it colin trevorrow can't seem to shut his mouth And it's really annoying, not just because, like, I don't agree with the directions that he's taking here. It's because I like a little bit of mystery. I like my directors to be kind of aloof and say things like I let my my work speak for itself and not do a Quentin Tarantino classic and kick back and talk about every little nuance detail that he did and what he wished he could have done and stuff like that.
0: I like it when Tarantino does it weirdly, but I don't like it. Pretty much when anyone else does it.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's,
0: a, but, it's a specific character trait for him, and it's only because he's a freak when it yeah. comes to movies. Like, I
1: think I think I know why. I think I, I can kind of understand a little bit why w- with Tarantino it's a little bit more a little bit more palatable because Tarantino is always playing in his own sandbox where Trevor is an invited guest. He's just coming over to hang out and play with our toys, and he's like, "Oh, well, let me tell you why your toys suck and why I couldn't do what I wanted to with it, and I wanted to throw it off the roof, but your mom wouldn't let me because she didn't want me to break it." Right. That was a hackneyed example, but you get what I'm saying.
0: No, 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 no. I'm just like, it's a lot to, to process. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I. No, no, no. I think that's that's right. So, I yeah, I, I I understand your. Did you like the um what's it called the Lost World? Was that the newest reboot? that trevorrow directed the lost world jurassic park yes no, no. what was the new one
1: uh, the lost world jurassic world jurassic world it the was fallen just jurassic kingdom world. yeah no, so not the
0: fallen kingdom wasn't oh, just it the first one before, one before
1: that yeah jurassic world right right right, right.
0: jurassic world now that was okay. trevorrow and that's why i was like oh cool because i liked that movie i thought it was fun i, I thought guess it a lot was of people too didn't agree with me
1: yeah, no, I liked it. I thought it was decent. But, yeah. um, I think that was coming around the time that, you know, Chris Pratt was, uh, being extra Jesus-y and yeah. people were getting kind of tired of that. Uh, also, you know, Every now and then, everybody likes to complain, or certain people like to complain about remakes and reboots and retooling, saying, like, oh, we don't need this. And right. Hollywood never has any good ideas or original ideas. Nothing is oh, original. Shit. there. shit. They've there, never
0: there, done original things. There are
1: five basic story types. You know, even Batman is a rehash of, like, Zorro and The Phantom and shit like that. So,
0: Yeah, you read any writing book, that's, yeah. like... Hero of uh, how many fate? – what is it? Like the Joseph Campbell. Like all these heroes are like Jesus basically <laughs> re- <laughs> re- thrown out there. Yeah. This is a mythology that's like ingrained in us. That's why we like it. That's why we keep coming back to it.
1: Exactly. You know, and sometimes you don't need originality. You just want to watch something that's entertaining to you. It doesn't always have to be a work of art. It can just be something to watch while you're eating popcorn, and that's perfectly I, fine.
0: I think that that's why I liked the new Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. more than other people did because i didn't go into it with the expectation of like this is going to be one of the greatest movies of all time whatever i was like this is just going to be fun with lightsabers and it's going to be characters that i like yeah and I'm like that's all i need right now
1: yeah the, the best decision i made about this new star wars movie is to just promise myself i wouldn't argue with people about it online and, and dig too deeply into twitter threads and everything like that because you know yeah. what I don't give a fuck, man. I liked it. I'm there to see lightsaber battles. I'm there to see space battles. I want to see Finn do cool shit. I want to see Ray do cool shit. That's what I've been there for ever since, you know, The Force Awakens. I just my- want to see these characters do cool shit. And sure, there were certain things I didn't like about it. There's certain things I loved about it. But that's almost with everything, you know. I'm not going to say my childhood was destroyed or,
0: you Oh, know- my God. Don't <laughs> say that about anything, any movie yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Like- yeah. whatever
1: yeah It's it's um, it's time to retire that
0: anyway yeah well, ow, sorry i hit my hit my elbow. <laughs> like, i do <laughs> i'm sorry i was like i was readjusting and i just like smack that's just me i have a random bruise on my leg like i'm fine like i just bruise easily but like i have a random bruise on my leg and it's like big and i like i guess i like hit like crash my bike or something i don't know what did i do like what have i done lately
1: being so, anyway, gay and doing crimes man that's comes with gay, the lifestyle
0: there you go. Um <laughs> So I lost my train of thought.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just it's you want to follow that story thread now like, oh shit, let's talk about that some more.
0: <laughs> no, that's the problem with this.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Oh, so like the the Star Wars thing of so I was in class before class and these guys were talking about Now I like sometimes I put headphones in and they're not on.
1: Yeah.
0: That's just the fact about me cuz I don't want some dude chatting me up. You have some cool shoes or whatever. I'm like, bitch, wrong tree. So, um, like, so sometimes I have my headphones in, but I'm not listening to anything. And I was listen- so I was listening to these dudes talk about the new Star Wars mm. and they were they were talking about how The Last Jedi was great and it was like coming oh. up with this new storyline and like it was going in a new direction and it wasn't like these other Star Wars movies and everything <laughs> like that. And I was like, This is everything I bet the same dudes, what was it, two years ago, were talking we're about how much they hated that, but how much they loved the Force Awakens. Right. Right. And like when The Force Awakens came out they're like, "Fuck, it's just a new hope rehashed."
1: <laughs> These are the same people that were complaining about the prequels, who were complaining about Return of the Jedi. Like there was that's the thing about Star Wars fans. There's always been something to complain about. They always wish it could be more like the ex- the extended universe and they wish it could be like the story that they wrote, you know, when they were in grammar school or in high school or some shit. It's never yeah. good enough, man. It's never good enough. Never. Jedi no. had too many Muppets no. in it.
0: You know what? Oh, yeah. That's when it really started. I think that, and that's because that those guys had just reached the age where they were growing out of Star Wars. Yeah. They couldn't accept it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, in all fairness to these dudes, they might have been like hardcore Last Jedi fans from the start. That mm. That definitely existed. But, like, there were a lot of people that were not that way. And they were mostly dudes <laughs> that I heard that were like hating on it. It's always um, mostly
1: dudes. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, Star Wars is, is it is not a male franchise. Like it, it appeals to everyone, but like right. there are a lot, it just like comic book movies and everything like that. Like there is a huge part of the fan base that is men that has changed a lot, even just in the amount of time that I've been into this stuff. Um, but yeah it wasn't always that way
1: you know they so, always talk like, about like
0: I remember being like the girl in the comic shop and that was yeah. weird I was the girl in the co- like like that's what I was known as the girl and in the
1: comic shop changed. Tuesdays on the CW sorry
0: oh, so much sexual harassment
1: that's the end of the show
0: to the shit out of all, all like half of the dudes in that place yeah and the, and the dudes that I didn't still friends with <laughs> Oh, All right, they're
1: good. Good people. Good people. Yeah, no, I, I admire the amount of bullshit that women put up with. You know, just when it comes to that type of thing, the the amount of bullshit that women excuse and categorizes. All right, you know, he's an idiot, but yeah. he means well, or he's still growing up, or just shit like that. You know, I mean, there are multiple times I know that I've put my foot in my mouth, just. You know. And
0: that's that is a universal thing. That's it's not a just like people, like women do that too. I do that all the time, and I'm I'm always trying to like improve that and everything. So Hopefully so like everyone is yeah like that's not exclusive to men. Like yeah. I I just want to clarify like you know we all grow like it's 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 okay. So yeah. like but but what, like it does become a specific targeted thing. Unfortunately for some people, even like you know I've known men who have grown into men in like the time that I've known them. So I remember when they were acting like a boy, like a child and I like forgive them for that now, Mm -hmm. but only because they are now a man and recognize it like that kind of thing. And they're like trying to improve the men around them. So that's
1: good. And that's, that's good that you have that experience and I'm, I'm glad that that experience exists in this world But there's a difference between you being directly involved with these people versus encountering that type of behavior online or something like that with people who you don't know.
0: No patience for that. That's
1: exactly what I'm getting at. You know, that you, they don't deserve that patience because they bear so, they have so little bearing on your life as a whole. These aren't your friends. This isn't your family. This isn't somebody you need to, you know, interact with. So, you know, when people vilify the whole, idea of blocking someone that acts like an asshat online to you.
0: Are you implying something, Matthew? You
1: <laughs> like have <what>? personal issues? <laughs> oh, Do you, you need got to beef? talk
0: to the class.
1: You got beef? No. Uh, <laughs> you I'll know, I, squash I
0: it now, but
1: I started to think about today just the uh the idea of the apology. You know, the act of the apology after getting caught doing something shitty, especially yeah. online. So there was a situation earlier this week with um, the CEO or the COO, rather, of WWE. He was talking okay. about an employee of his and he was on a podcast with a couple of guys and he was just making jokes. This is a guy who used to be a wrestler. You know, he was around during the the attitude era, as they call it, when it was a little bit more, you know, harder edge than it is now. So he has a hard time. Putting that filter on when he's in these, uh, you know, office roles. So he's talking about a certain performer and he just says, uh jokingly, yeah, you know, I don't have to worry about a lot of things. And when it comes to Paige, the young lady's name, uh she's probably got some kids out there that she doesn't know about. <laughs> and so, you know, innocently, it would have been humorous because obviously a what? woman's going to know that she's got kids. You
0: that's know, a, yeah. A, funny. Okay, right, but, yeah, so but, but continue.
1: But, 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 the thing is about Paige, unfortunately, she recently found out. And, oh, no. You know, this is a very, like, public thing because she's a, she's a superstar, but she's an ex wrestler herself. So she found out that she can't have kids.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: so the timing oh. was completely off. And so even though this, this joke, which more than oh. likely was very innocent, was said,
0: yeah, that's, of course. Is... He got oh raked God. over the
1: coals on the internet for for slipping like that. This is what happens when you have a live mic in front of you. What did you. she say? Um, she did was she, hurt. she She responded and she says, you know, uh, she tweeted something to the effect of, if I can't even make my boss stop making fun of me, how can I expect you guys to? And I felt bad for her because oh. she's had a lot of problems. She's had a lot of issues in her life. She's finally getting her life back together, all that. Do I think he meant anything malicious by it? I don't. However... It's all in the apology now, because when it comes down to it, it's not about recognizing that the joke was a bad joke or, you know, that certain people would have read it the wrong way. Now it's about one on one. It's about did I make this person feel bad unintentionally? Yeah. You know, and how do you do that? Do you just say, I'm sorry, this was wrong with me. I didn't know. Or do you say, I'm sorry if you were offended? It takes so little effort. To come out of your mouth and say, hey, look, I care about you. I didn't mean it that way. I am deeply apologetic that I hurt your feelings. That's all you have to say. Stop right there. But he had to add the little bit of, you know, I'm sorry about people who are offended and shit like that. Yeah. I don't get it. I just don't. It's so easy I, okay, just to apologize. Do. It costs nothing.
0: No, I do. I do get it. I'm going to defend this. Okay. And this is why. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm going to. I'm going to like remind you of how that feels because we all know this at least. And now this could be my experience and maybe I'm one of those bad people. Like then I've just tried to reform myself, but you can let me know. So like when you do something like that Mm -hmm. and you hurt someone on that level with something that you did intend as a joke, it was not intentionally painful or whatever. Yeah. You feel that burning inside of you almost instantly. Absolutely. And like you feel your face redden and you feel the shame kicking in. Like the shame starts kicking in and that makes – and then you get the anger response. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think that all of that like triggers this thing in the back of our brains of survival and it's like I can't have the pack like – you know, oust me or whatever. I'm fine. I'm I'm good. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. You have to fight that feeling. Yeah. That is very natural. That wants to run away from the situation and not deal with it at all because that's what your brain thinks survival is. That's how you react to the shame. Mm -hmm. Growing up is facing that shame, embracing it, and then truly recognizing that you caused pain to someone and accepting whatever happens from that because it is a thing that you did and then truly apologizing and meaning it because people can fucking tell when you're sorry. True. So that is, so I think that, like to say it's not hard, I I think it is hard. I think it's hard because I don't think people are taught, we're taught a lot of shame in our culture. Like we embrace so much shame. I don't think we're taught how to face that shame and then grow from it and become better people and and like improve ourselves from it and that's why i don't like when these guys talk about like oh no one gets a second chance or whatever something like that like when you you see that like they do the type of apology you're describing where it's like i'm sorry if you got offended i'm like you were not introspective at all like we can feel when you're being introspective and (laughs) you're not bud. And I don't, I don't buy that. You're actually sorry to this person that you apologize to. No. So, you know, know,
1: that's, that's not the worst thing that's happened in the world of wrestling this week either. There was a story that came out, um, a woman who is part of a wrestling family. And I promise you, this is interesting. (laughs) So just bear with me. here. She's, um, She's part of a, of a, of a wrestling family, third generation, and yeah. she works for a company, um, which usually goes for shock value. They're, they're, <laughs> you know, everybody has their three initials, the AEWs, the WWE. This this company for a long time was known as TNA, total nonstop <laughs> action. Right. So, um, Tessa Blanchard.
0: Who's not a fan?
1: the old tna (laughs) nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with a little tna that's a different part of the show though this this in particular was some weird bad timing bullshit that went down so um she made a tweet uh stating that nothing is impossible when women support each other now at face value that sounds wonderful it's something i you know we we can both say we believe in that obviously you know?
0: Yeah, no, I don't trust a bitch, but yeah. <laughs> it's
1: it sounds it sounds innocent, right? Yeah, it does. It probably was meant to be that way. Oh shit. However your past catches up with you when you have unresolved bullshit. And unfortunately, um Tessa uh has a has a history of being a, a bully. When she right. trains, she's a, like I said, she's a when third she generation. Trains? Well, she, when she trains other wrestlers, because she's a third generation, she knows her okay. stuff. She's a fantastic performer. Um, and yeah. she's, she's at like, the level I took
0: boxing classes once. They were mean as fuck. Like that's part of it. I don't really. under Okay. Keep going. Right.
1: But she's, she's at a level now where, uh, she's fighting the men for the, the, the main title in this company now. Yeah. So, they were about to have a historic moment sunday night where she was going to win the 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 heavyweight championship not the women's heavyweight champ not the knockout as they call it the world heavyweight championship at tna uh, or impact wrestling as it's called now um so she made that tweet and some women that she worked with before uh casually mentioned and it was corroborated by several other women that She didn't quite see that, uh, that aspect of it. She didn't see that angle of it when she was training in Japan and she called a woman the N word and spit on her.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. That escalated quickly. Exactly. Boy. Jeez.
1: So now.
0: Okay. I take it back. I take it back. All right.
1: Yep. Yep. So not only, and this is how it ties together, not only did Tessa not apologize, so. She won the she won the belt because they couldn't change the storyline. They were they were between a rock and a hard place. She she won I the title. This is so fucking weird, bud. OK, sorry. Continue. I know. It's all performance. like they can't
0: change the storyline. It's all performance. Art. The whole narrative. Right.
1: And they were still just like, you know what? But OK, so on the one hand, I know how ridiculous that sounds. On the other hand, it's like, OK, it's not just her. There's oh, everyone underneath I her, know. the production team, I the know. management. Everyone suffers if they don't play this out to appease, you know, right. their fan base. So, you know, there's a lot of lot of money on the on the line here. A lot of livelihoods on the line here. I get that, but the fact that they gave her the title, she didn't show that's any remorse goodness. for what she did. She made she
0: made history. She did that. That's ama- By the way, that's fascinating to me that she did not show any remorse in this no, day and age no. that is incredible and her not post, in a good way.
1: Her post-match speech was basically saying, you know, I, I've made my mistakes and I've made my enemies and I have one of the strongest minds I know, which I don't know how that tied into anything. Um, but I am who I am and I've done this and we, we made it everybody. I, <laughs>
0: I am who yeah, I am. I, <laughs> I'm Popeye the Sailor Man.
1: <laughs> and, you know, we, we go back and forth with all the trust women, trust women thing. And it's like, yeah, trust women. This is one woman. She's got at least a half a dozen women coming and saying that she did this shit. Hey, I was there. And people are still like, well, you know, we need to wait and see all the facts. And we don't know what really happened. Hold, None on. Of us were there.
0: Hold on. She didn't fully spit.
1: No. The but why did she spit on her? Did she say the n-word with a hard r? You know, just just bullshit like Would that. She does she have a black friend? Yeah. <laughs> does she get permission does from the black friend? H- to say? Uh, now, hold on. now hold on. We got to check the mail, guys. Was she invited to the cookout? Come Was on. Was she invited? Is Was she, she invited? Look, is she even 5% black?
0: If she's more than 5%, no, she can she say uses, the word
1: without any type of
0: on occasion. I I saw her use garlic salt once. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her use garlic. Hey hey
1: so, hey hey hey! Say what you will about I, Tessa,
0: she seasons
1: know. her food. Okay, she seasons just, her food, guys. To do everything about it. So yeah. So that's a mess, and that's still playing out. But yeah, just these these incidents make me just consider the idea of the apology. How, if you don't even mean it, at least from a a business standpoint, say something that's going to appease people and get them to shut the fuck up, because. <sighs> It doesn't do anyone any good to focus on that aspect of what you've done.
0: Yeah, and especially when you're a person who's in that position where everyone below you. Um, that's one thing I i don't know if I – I think I've talked about this on the show, but one of the reasons I started watching Arrow, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But one of the reasons I started watching Arrow was because I listened to Stephen Mell on a podcast, and he talked about being the first one on the call sheet and being the guy that everyone is there to make look better, to you know, he is the leader of this ship, kind of thing. Like, oh yeah, and he takes responsibility for that. And this is a very similar situation where it's like you are leading this ship; you have to do <laughs> like certain things, whether you like it or not. Right. To be that leader, you have to step up, and and that she should have apologized, like <laughs> or at least
1: addressed yeah. it and said, "I I've made this mistake." I've grown, I've done this, I've done that. But people don't want to hear that. They just say, oh, well, you know, she's, she's dated a black guy before. Literally, that was one of the things that, oh, was, that came up. Oh, my God. Well, you know, she dated a black guy. I don't know how you could call that racist. I mean,
0: God, well, you know, one day when the videos come out of me, <laughs> I, I want everyone to be like, but you know, she had a podcast with a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> she did. He seemed, he seemed to tolerate her. He seemed a fan. He seemed okay with it, you know. You know,
1: yeah. You I mean, know? if anybody's wrong, it's that guy. Yeah, I'll somehow yeah. get blamed yeah. for what you said.
0: <laughs> Welcome to America.
1: Yeah, there it yeah. is. So anyway, that's that's Matt's wrestling corner. Wrestling corner, brought to you by Cinnabon. Cinnabon, taste these <laughs> buns.
0: Mmm, we like your buns, Cinnabon. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. Hey, buns. You bring
1: up Cinnabon's over. Here?
0: Hey, girl, send me your cinnamon buns. Oh, my God. Why am I, what the fuck am I saying?
1: Send buns, girl.
0: Hey, girl, send buns.
1: <laughs> send buns. <laughs> Ugh. I hate us so much. I do, too, man. I don't know huh. what's in the air tonight, but we are just cheesy. We are silly gooses, bug. bud. Silly goose. Just we are like silly Alicia gooses.
0: Keys. Yeah. So I thought this was interesting. Let's just talk about this real quick, and then we'll get into the wall of weird and um, really, what we need to talk about is Crisis. That's going to be a big chunk of the show yeah. at the end. Yeah, so I think that's sure what it we is. We're through. we're just
1: excited about Crisis. We want right. to get to that. Right. We're going to get
0: through everything, and then we're going to keep doing things this way when it's like a big event or big movie, like Star Wars was, or you know, Crisis. We're going to talk about it at the end of the show, so that when we start talking about Crisis in a few minutes here. Um, you can stop the show, not miss anything at the end. You can come back to it later. We just right. want to make sure you guys are getting the full experience of the show, especially when it's a movie. Like, You can't always make it to the movie, or if it's a TV show, you're waiting for it to come on demand. We don't want to screw you guys over with the whole episode, so we want to do it this way from now on. Is It's a good idea. Like, you know, I I was talking to our friend Connor about that at Christmas. I think I mentioned last week and like he he was like, man, I you know, I I watch shows a different way than you do. And I was like, you know, what, I didn't think about it that way. We give spoiler warnings, but we don't, you know, do things that way. So this Iranian Olympian, she's the only woman who's won the like a, an Olympic medal for Iran. Hmm. Uh, she defected from Iran. Oh, wow. Uh, she just defected from Iran. She's in an undisclosed country. Um, oh my goodness. And she said, I'm one of millions. She's 21 years old. Um, I'm one of millions of oppressed women in Iran with whom they have been playing for years. Um, and then she showed a black and white image of her from the 2016 medal ceremony in which she was draped in an Iranian flag and holding, uh, her face in her hands. Okay, that's a weird thing. Um, oh, wow. oh, oh, I see it. She's like crying, holding her face in her hands. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like a cried moment. But <clears throat> um, uh, like she was saying that like an instance of which an official told her it's not virtuous for a woman to stretch her legs. Um, she described how Iranian officials attributed her excess to management practices, including making hmm. her wear an Islamic headscarf which is obligatory for women under Iranian law. Whatever they said, I wrote. Every sentence they ordered, I repeated. She wrote, my troubled spirit does not fit into your dirty economic channels and tight political lobbies.
1: So time out. She won for – she meddled in Taekwondo. Yes. And – they said that there's no reason she should be stretching her legs. Was that metaphorically or was that no? Literal? I think
0: they meant literally. Like it's obscene. You have to stretch your legs in
1: taekwondo. Oh my God.
0: Yes, but like I think that I think the idea is she should be doing that in like the shed out back kind of thing. Like hide your shame. Uh. I, I mean, that's what I interpret from it. Um, She says, I accept the pain and hardship of homesickness because I didn't want to be part of the hypocrisy, lies, injustice and flattery. This decision is even harder than winning uh, than the win, the Olympic gold. uh, But I remain the daughter of Iran wherever I am. So uh, she's defected from Iran. Um Iran, uh, and she did say that, mentioned that no one invited me to Europe. She did oh. say that, which okay. is more than likely some Islamophobia bullshit, which is crazy because she seems to be denouncing a lot of that, at least a governmental um, version of that. Uh, I'm sure she has a price on her head now, um, unfortunately.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, she's a an iconic woman figure from this country that they were controlling and using for their propaganda purposes and she just defected and said fuck you guys basically yeah there there's no like she isn't like she has not disclosed where she is for a reason she's That's her life wild. is going to be in danger forever i, I it, or at least or let, let me rephrase that her life is going to be in danger as long as the regime stands and i'm sure that there are people that just i mean if she's caught, like, it's not just death. Like, the you know, uh, they've had, we've had, you know, journalists, it's like, or or people working against governments where they're like, they catch them and they're like, you know, raping them and then they murder them and like publicly and everything. Right. Like, this is, like it's a really, so, this, I, I don't want this to be like an anti-Islam thing because it's not, like. Like that's not what, but I, I do find it fascinating that she's still like she wasn't saying anything negative about Islam, mm-hmm. um, and she even said she's a daughter, she's still a daughter of Iran and will be a daughter of Iran for whatever forever. But she is denouncing this regime, and I I find first of all it's incredibly brave to go up against a tyrannical regime like that, um. Because she is taking her life into her hands, and unfortunately, the lives of people she loves might be at risk as well, yeah, but I was just incredibly fascinated by her doing that, and I'm also curious what is her life gonna be like now I could like I could not get this story out of my head. I'm like she's gonna be living a completely different life. She's an Olympic medalist who was living under like really bad conditions in that sense of like, I'm sure she was treated well for the most part, but like she was being controlled and manipulated in a large way. And now she's 21 and can never go back to her country. I was,
1: I was going to say her, her life will never be normal again, but I doubt it was ever normal to begin with.
0: Right? She it, like, that's, in, that's crazy.
1: There's no consistency. It's just whatever these guys want to tell her isn't right for a woman. It's right. basically what she has to use to dictate – well, what she used previously to dictate her life in a lot of ways, and that's sad. That's fucked
0: up. And I also thought she she navigated this situation in her, her addressing this of like, I'm getting out of this regime because there's like a disrespect to women and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But she didn't seem to denounce like Islam as a belief system. So I, I, I liked that she seemed – to like be, be kind of like, hey, I have my like my beliefs, but I have a problem with some of this <laughs> some of this stuff associated with it. Yeah. And like and and I will like just say like the exact same thing is with Christianity like this. Like you can find yeah. this in Judaism, like the sexism and you know oppression of women exists in all of these religions yeah. With with bad people running the show kind of thing. You're right. And there's, there's
1: several situations, there's several instances, uh, which is quite common where, you know, you, people find a lot wrong with their particular chosen religion, whether it be Christianity or Judaism. And they don't full out denounce it. They just say, yeah, this is silly. And I don't subscribe to this, but, uh, I still identify.
0: Seemed to be what she was doing. Yeah. Um, and she was mostly just talking about this particular government. Mm-hmm. And, and and so I I I kind of want to talk about it too because I don't <clears throat> you know people are going to use this as the thing of going look see like to justify their Islamophobia of course and you have to remember when you're reading these things that is not all of the thing like. Like, like, always remember that, like, you know, the same thing with like, you hear these these asshole Christians who are denouncing like LGBT like that is not all of the Christians. You can be angry and and you feel whatever you need to feel, but try to remember that it's not everyone. It's not all encompassing. and, And don't let that anger become actual hatred and and turn that into bigotry. Because that's where you become just as lost as they are. Like, you can't come, or you can come back from that. Of course, you can come back from that. But, like, kind of treat it like you can't, you know? Like, don't play with that fire because it's very dangerous.
1: Whatever you're doing, come from a place of love, basically.
0: Yeah, exactly. You'll be much better off. Absolutely. So I just want to address that real quick because I thought it was fascinating, um, and I need to remember to post the freaking articles because I keep forgetting to do that. But it's from the Washington Post, and it's a it's it's amazing. Her her post was on Instagram, so you can find it on Instagram as well. Um, do you want to do a little bit of wall of weird, and then we can get into crisis?
1: Uh, yeah, let's let's so, do that.
0: So we've got several wall of weirds, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to all of them except for this one. I'm just gonna quickly. Go into this one because I love this story.
1: I can't wait to see which one you choose. Um, Real quick, real quick, real quick.
0: I just want to. Damn it, I hit myself again.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Would you stop beating yourself up? Clumsy week. I'm due for (laughs) one. I haven't had a clumsy week in a while. That means I'm going to hit myself a bunch of times. Continue.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't want that to happen. So it's just
0: it, it's just a thing that I go through every once in a while. I don't know. It's like PMS or something. Like inevitably, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> this has got to happen.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yes, PMS. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's.
0: I yes. understand your struggle.
1: I totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I hope clumsy week isn't a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> like uh, Rob. Uh, you know, just wanted to give some love to, uh, The Rock's family because his yeah. dad passed away, Rocky Johnson. Um, you know, we talked about wrestling lineage. The Rock comes from a wrestling family as well. His, his grandfather, the High Chief Peter Maivia, and his dad, Rocky Johnson.
0: I didn't know his who, grandfather was too. That's great.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that's where the Samoan comes from. And, okay. uh, Basically, you may re- you may remember Rocky Johnson as the character that The Rock played on that '70s show. Yes, that's yes.
0: I do. That's what I remember him as. And then I like I remember being like, "Holy crap, that was actually like his dad," and I thought yeah. that was so cool.
1: Yeah, so that was that was a really nice uh, homage to his dad way back when. So uh, you know, just keep him in your thoughts. You know, the, the whole family because you know he's he's got a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins and you know. Uh, his dad was a, a big influence on his career, obviously, because of the whole The Rock uh, name and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just uh, sending sending our best to the uh, to the Johnson family.
0: Yeah, and you know, seventy five years is a long life, but that does not change the pain of losing someone. And yeah. you know, it's it's one of those things like doesn't doesn't bring a lot of you know solace in those moments so it's like yes okay we're thankful that like he was older when he passed but like it's still really tough on that family so i'm glad that you brought it up especially like you know fans of both the rock like as an actor
1: yeah you know and
0: this this (laughs) other i like the rock i think he's he's a pretty cool dude exactly Um,
1: seems like a very
0: nice guy i love how he talks about anxiety openly I think that's very important and it's very important for, um, you know, men like he's a big macho guy talking about fear. I think that's amazing. So Mm -hmm. um, his father, you know, raised a good it seems like raised a good man and like that. I hope that he was very proud and, you know, happy at the end of his life kind of thing.
1: Yeah, same here, same here. And, I mean, as far as, like, wrestlers go, 75 is a long, long life. So. You know,
0: I wanted to ask about that, but, like, yeah. I, it feels kind of disrespectful. But, like, that does seem very old for a wrestler because they, well, you know, they get
1: beat it, up. They get beat up. And it's interesting, like, I I didn't really think about that too much until uh they were discussing it on the New Day podcast. They get kind of deep on there sometimes. It's not all just unicorns and bootios and all that stuff. Um <laughs> Uh, they make sure you're not booty um oh my god yeah it's it's their their podcast is a lot about their journey and just how they relate to each other as black men and Mm -hmm. especially black men in the wrestling world uh they talk about all the injuries and everything that they've amassed over time and just how that you know cuts down on your lifespan and just living the best life you can while you're here so
0: yeah i can't imagine that I think about that with football players too. I'm like, how? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was sad. So that was sad. Let's, let's bring you back
1: up with a little bit of wall of weird. I'm going to do the thing. Guys, do I listen. just
0: think this is so bananas and I'm, I'm a little bit loopy right now because my head hurts, but like I, I saw this headline and I was like, holy shit, this is wall of weird excellence. I'm sorry do you US- even wall of weird. Yes, please. Okay. We need the, we need the ritual and I can't do it. USA Today. Anna Spore. I hope I'm. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Anna or Anna. Okay. Maybe that was the only part I got right wrong. Man requests trial by combat with Japanese swords to settle custody battle with Fuck ex-wife. yes. Fuck yes. Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa.
1: Okay, hold up. What?
0: A Kansas man. <laughs> Des Moines, Uh, Iowa. I wasn't expecting that to be. You You did. A Kansas (laughs) man asked an Iowa court to grant his motion for a trial by combat so that he can meet his ex wife and her attorney, quote, on the battlefield, uh, on the field of battle, where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies.
1: This man plays (laughs) Bloodborne, he plays Dark Souls. He knows what's up.
0: Someone wow. married this person, guys. <laughs> David Ostrom. He's forty. Year, he is forty years old. He is forty years old of wow. Paloa, Kansas. Claims, Hola. claims in court documents that his ex-wife Bridget Ostrom, <laughs> thirty-eight, quote, destroyed him legally.
1: He got a younger woman too. You see this? Look. Oh, if ever you're feeling bad, ain't nobody for me. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Motherfucking David Ostrom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got a woman, got her pregnant. I'm sorry, what now? Isn't
0: he younger than you?
1: Sorry, that
0: was, that was, but you were like, younger woman. I'm like, isn't he younger than you? (laughs) She is. That's what I thought. See? All the best men in the world. (laughs) You know,
1: I'm not, I'm not one to brag, but. You
0: know, she better not try to divorce you. Try by my combat, bitch. I'm (laughs) not. (laughs) Okay.
1: it's gonna be like you know the music from Star Trek oh my gosh
0: (laughs) so he asked the Iowa District Court in Shelby County to give him 12 weeks lead time (laughs) to forge a katana (laughs) he's gonna go see Hanzo Hattori in the mountains he doesn't even have bitch you don't even have a katana (laughs) ready and you're like I need, I need, give me a couple of weeks. Oh, God damn it, Bridget, I miss you so fucking much. God damn Give me a couple of weeks to flip oh. this fucking sword, and I will destroy you like you destroyed my heart, Bridget. I'm going to go to the mountaintop. We'll I'm going go to see the master. Mountain and I will get that sword. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> so helpful.
0: me. <laughs> Monday, Ostrom told Des Moines Register that he got the idea Shit. after learning about a case in 2016 in which New York Supreme Court Justice Philip Min- Minardo, Minardo. Uh, acknowledged that duels had not been abolished.
1: Fuck, son.
0: He said the motion stemmed <laughs> from his frustration with his ex wife's attorney. <laughs> I think I've met Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity. Wow. So he's saying this is oh my god. So okay, he doesn't want to challenge he, Hold Go. on, Austin said his ex-wife can choose her attor- attorney as a champion or a stand-in fighter.
1: Okay, so that's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. He doesn't want to fight his ex-wife. He, he, he wants to choose. He's open to it. He's open to it but she, can she can't. Then she can get like a Pokemon esque situation going on, and choose yep. to throw out instead.
0: I choose Charizard. Like what? <laughs> Matthew Hudson. Hudson Hudson, Hudson. Hudson. Hudson argued that because <laughs> of the duel. Uh, can end in death. Such ramifications should outweigh those of property tax and custody issues. I just want the judge that's always just, I'll allow it. No, this is the lawyer that's saying, it should be noted that just because the U.S. and Iowa constitutions do not specifically prohibit battling another person with a deadly katana sword, it does not prohibit a court from sitting in equity from ordering same. I want
1: a jury... To weigh in on this and be like, everybody's on board, right? We want to see this so fight, then, right? Sword, sword, yeah. sword, so, sword, then, sword? Yes. so then
0: the court asked him to suspend the visitation rights and and, <laughs> want, and uh, order him to go under court orders. <laughs> That's psychological.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. This woman is going to get everything she's asking for out of this divorce. And all she's going to have to do is go, your honor, may, may I approach the bench? And just pull up this headline on her phone and show it to him. And it's like, fucking case dismissed. give her everything.
0: Ostrom has <laughs> argued that he has no history of mental illness. Historically, he said in court records, trial by combat is not always won by death, but also <laughs> when a party cries, Craven, Craven, yielding to the other. Craven! <laughs> She's like, this doesn't have to end this way. do Craven! God damn oh, it! If oh you just God. come back to me, Bridget, Bridget, come home, Bridget, just come back to me, and this Bridget. this doesn't have to end this way. It doesn't have to be like this, Bridget. Doesn't we don't have to do this, Bridget? The sword's not even made. Just come back, <laughs> come back, and this will be over.
1: Mommy, why 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 don't you love Daddy anymore? Look at this article. Look at this. You see, this is your daddy right here. See, your
0: daddy lost his fucking mind and thinks wow. he's living in Kill Bill world. Holy shit! Uh, that is my favorite article this, that I've read this year.
1: You you chose wisely, and we're, the year has only just begun. And we've,
0: God we've, damn it, Bridget! Bridget, the year has just started, and you already want me to take out twelve weeks? You know I don't have those vacation days. <laughs> I took them <laughs> off for you, for you. Do you know how much so PTO So that we could that go to Des Moines and have a lovely weekend. <laughs> and now, now you want me to fucking murder you on the battlefield? Oh my god! I want. Uh, I, I want
1: do it, Bridget. I want David to be voiced by David Hayter of Metal Gear Solid fame. Yeah, Bridget, how could you?
0: In the adaptation, have that's the what will sword. happen. We will have professional voice actors doing it, but for now, you have to settle for my janky ass doing it. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you
1: can get the part, get the part. You know, shoot oh, shot. My
0: job hurts now. I got to stop doing that. Bridget.
1: Oh, man. Bridget. How dare you? It's <laughs> <Just> Batman. <combat me. laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get my sword, Bridget. What the fuck, man? This is crazy. I love it.
0: Why well do you done. have a sword? What is happening? <laughs> <Like she> just, <laughs> <laughs> this was so supposed this... to just be a custody battle. We were oh, supposed man. to be done with this. God damn it, Bridget, I love you. Please
1: come on. <laughs> this reminds me and you know what's messed up? We've been we've been doing this for a little over a year now. This reminds me of some other news article that I don't remember <laughs> if we used this wall of weird or not. But tell me if you remember
0: where a man,
1: a man and a woman, uh, gotten some type of sword fight over some Xbox? <laughs> I don't know. The, like they were a couple, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm butchering. I'm Maybe butchering. that's what
0: sparked their div- this divorce. No, I that might have been a thing. I swear to God, I don't remember this stuff.
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude! This like, one, yeah. I
0: don't know if I can forget this. I love it so much. Can it's, we make a sticker? That's like a katana. <laughs> Wait, it's like a bloody katana. And then scrawled in blood, it just says, Bridget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just give me two weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just give me a couple of goddamn weeks. Please reconsider it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a sword it's crossed. Jeremy away. It's a know, sword. They hit, the they, they hit the kid's name. <laughs> like, just, oh, like, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Like, because or something. I can um, imagine. Can you imagine the teasing that that kid would get at school? Like, wait, Jeremy, isn't this? Aren't these your parents' names?
0: I saw an article, like, did your dad kill your mom with a katana did, the other day? Did your day? dad threaten to go forge a katana in the hills of Columbia? <laughs> you cut your mom in half in a duel? <laughs> of divorce? What the Could fuck? You just have, like, given him the house, man? Like, what the fuck?
1: Wow. Yeah, that was quality wall of weird.
0: It was good quality wall of weird. Shout out to uh, that writer who it was like I think it was like the Des Moines Local Press. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm so glad that this was in the or rather, um, what newspaper was this in? This was in uh, a USA from Today. USA
0: Today. Thank um, goodness, but it was it was sourced from Des Moines registered Thank goodness this was in USA Today because I would not have believed. Wow. And I was, I mean, I was adding, but, like, I was reading her writing, guys. So, like, you know, I was obviously making voices and shit, but, like, Anna uh, Spore, I don't know how you pronounce her name, but that was her writing. So she's brilliant. Give her credit. Go follow her. No, she's probably on socials. Follow her. We need to follow her (laughs) after this. All right. Let's talk crisis. Okay. Spoilers, guys.
1: Spoilers. Big time spoilers coming up here. Um, five, I, I, four, three, <laughs> two.
0: Fuck, the Flash was on that thing.
1: Fuck. Oh, shit, son. Ezra Miller showed up on on network television to come and high five Grant Gustin. How fucking cool was that?
0: Did not Why? see that
1: coming in a 1000000 de 1000000000 de years, bud. I wanted it. I wanted to believe it was did more you have likely... any
0: inclination that they were going to do something like this? Because I didn't. This came out all. left field.
1: You know what? Kudos to Gustin and to Ezra Miller, of course. I don't I think Ezra Miller picture, has a big. That too,
0: that like even uh, Benoist, uh Melissa Benoist did not. Yeah, know.
1: she didn't know. But I don't. I don't think Ezra Miller has a big online presence. I could be wrong. I know I don't really keep up with him like I do Grant. They literally
0: shot this in like a room with like yeah. other people. Like they minimize this as much as possible.
1: It was like a GoPro and the two of them. (laughs) And that was it. Just like maybe a costume guy.
0: (laughs) It was probably about five people total, including them. Like they have a guy running sound, a guy running the camera and a guy directing. (laughs) No, they had to have lighting, too. So maybe like we're looking at less than 10 people, which for a film set is nuts. Like they this was this was bananas that they got to do this. (laughs) Very, very cool.
1: Um. Also very casually name dropped Vic Stone, aka Cyborg, during yeah. that too. So that was cool to see. Um, I
0: didn't realize he's not named the Flash either because he's like, you don't know you're the Flash. And he's like, wait a second, the Flash. Like, yeah, that was so, his like puzzles from himian moment where he's like, why would you call it puzzles unless <laughs> that's the puzzle?
1: That's the puzzle. Yeah. I feel like that happened. Um, like in between Justice League and something, I don't know, man. I it had to be like. It well, doesn't because, matter
0: because like now, in theory, it's all one universe in this crisis. Like now they have Earth One, so really the, there are no consequences to the overall DC universe. That's like true. Television wise, or I'm sorry, movie wise, right. because they theoretically destroyed all of that and they're not connected anymore you know
1: that's true that's they don't true. have to well, worry about it here's okay so <laughs> there's so many things i want to talk about yeah. but let's let's go ahead and lay it all out of the line here let's let's uh spell out for those of you that don't care about spoilers what exactly went down so Presumably after, you
0: just watched it i hope that's the case. Hopefully.
1: Uh, it was it was a good watch. I'll say that. I just want to get that I, out the I, way now. Yes,
0: it was. I really hope that they got to watch it, too, because, man, they threw that spoiler out, like, as soon as it was done. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. you know, even Grant Gustin last night was, like, Instagramming photos of it, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, something
1: like that, there's well. no way to keep that under, under wraps. No, there's yeah, no way. It's too big. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of those spoilers where it's like, yeah, sorry, guys. You know, if you didn't see it when it happened, this is why you watch something like crisis when Mark Guggenheim stops talking, you know, something is going to happen.
0: I'm not going to you... lie. This may, first of all, uh, two things. I want to know if Stephen Amel knew and if okay. he was any part of making this happen, because he's been <laughs> such a big part of like making a lot of things happen on the show. Right. Um, just as like the voice of the shows and, and two. So I want to know if he knew ahead of time. Um, and and two, I really want to see a Flash movie now with Ezra. Like, I, I, this was hmm. such a sweet, wholesome thing. And I did like him in Justice League
1: okay. that
0: I'm like, you know, I'm kind of sold on him now. Like, this this feels, like, nicer almost. Hmm. Like, it doesn't feel like it's, it's them, you know, they're competing with each other. It's like, no, 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 I'm one Flash. You're another Flash. Oh, my God, I'm Barry Allen. Hey, I'm Barry Allen. Like, <laughs> it just felt very wholesome and sweet. And I'm like, cool, man. I like yeah. this. I want to see more of you.
1: Yeah, I'd be willing to give them a shot, you know, given
0: more than the fucking movies that they've put out.
1: Of course. I mean, we're living in a post Justice League world now where they just don't care about continuity anymore. And that's great um, because we've gotten, you know, the Aquamans, we've gotten the Wonder Woman, uh, the upcoming 1984 Wonder Woman. We've got Shazam. So, yeah, yeah, they don't care about continuity and it's paying off in dividends. They're not married to that shit anymore. It's like, just tell a good story. So I'm excited to see what Ezra Miller finally does when he gets his chance to, to be the Flash. We may have to wait until the Flash series is over, like the TV show is over to finally see the movie that Ezra Miller is making, you know? Who knows how long it's going to take? It hasn't even begun filming yet. They've gone through countless directors at this point, you know?
0: And now they have, uh, Anthony, Andy Mushinetti? I don't know how to pronounce sure. the fuck your, your fucking sure. name, but <laughs> go to the maiden name. For the, or whatever,
1: like, yeah. But, of course, the, I, uh, I'm, the I'm comic like, sites.
0: I get the Italian, and then I'm like, uh, I'm only like a quarter Italian or whatever. So, fuck it. 2022 is wow. when they're slated. Okay. We'll That's see fucking. if that happens. <laughs> no. It's going to be like at the earliest, I would say, 2023. This yeah. might help accelerate it, though. People might be excited.
1: <laughs> the fastest man alive and the slowest film release alive.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't know. I feel like like I'm happy for this kid. I want him to get this movie, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to, I just want it to come to fruition. I want to get it over with just like I wanted Shazam to get over with. You like and your... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yes, it. I loved But it. I'm saying I, I just wanted it to happen so we could just finally go, okay, let's move on to the next thing. You know, I want black Adam to come out so we can finally mm-hmm. Get that confrontation between Shazam and Black Adam. We need to just get it done.
0: Just get it done. Yeah, I agree. Because you're like looking at the mess and you're like, shit, let's get it. Let's let's go. Let's go. Like, before this falls apart, it's going to fall apart soon. People are getting
1: old. Come on. (laughs) People's careers are rising and falling. Let's, Let's do it. Shit. Anyway, anyway, back to crisis. Back to crisis. So. So I've got cool. a list here of the newly established worlds yes. that we've seen uh, that uh, are acknowledged.
0: Well, they uh, as, wait, 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 wait. They acknowledged those, but are they? Do they still exist, or is it now just Earth Prime?
1: No, these all exist. At the end of the what? at the at the end of the crossover, we were shown the new multiverse, and it's but, been established that these are the new designations in the multiverse.
0: Wait, but. But they combined them and he's taught Amel was, or I'm sorry, Oliver in the voiceover was saying there's one world now.
1: Mm. He was saying that some of them combined because the, the basically the, the CW
0: shows Exists have combined
1: in in, into Earth Prime. Okay. So we've got that. But I've got the list here. So we've okay, got go Earth ahead. Prime, as I mentioned, which is the Arrowverse, basically, uh, for lack of a better term. Cool. Um, Earth Prime. 2. Earth 2, which is something that we're going to see a lot of very soon, used to be the home of, um, uh, Harrison Wells, the good Harrison Wells, the grumpy Harrison Wells, and, uh, his daughter Jesse Quick. That Earth is gone now. We don't know if Jesse's on Earth Prime or not. Wow. but We, we do know that Earth 2 is now the home of the Justice Society, Ooh. which we've seen featured in, <clears throat> um, everything from Smallville yep. to, uh, uh legends of tomorrow they mm-hmm. they've been in a little bit there's still some justice society members on legends like uh corporal Steele or wherever the hell his name is mm-hmm. um but this is this is going to be where the star girl show takes place
0: ah okay okay
1: yeah um they skip now to earth 9 <laughs> which was shown to be the earth Classic that the DC. yes which is the the earth of the titans uh mm-hmm. tv show uh on the uh what is it, the DC Universe app, currently. It's coming yeah. soon to HBO Max, I guess. Whatever. Um Earth <laughs> Earth twelve, oddly enough, and this is what really threw me for a loop here, is a universe where the Green Lanterns exist.
0: Yeah, that was a weird choice. Yeah. So I and guess to get that, this point I guess across saying, look, they're never gonna let us play with Green <laughs> Green Lanterns. <laughs> Either that or they're finally
1: given the keys to Green Lantern and they're like, you know, hey guys, we're gonna be coming here soon. But to me, and I could be wrong and I hope I am, it looked like they were showing footage from the movie.
0: Yeah, that that I
1: was, really Yes. The Harry really Reynolds
0: movie. Yeah. That was yeah. like the the uh, not group group shot. I don't know like, the, uh, what the the
1: planet OO where yeah, all the uh, lanterns yeah. like the cum uh, shot of that movie yes <laughs> the come watch it shot right that's yeah. what you meant come yeah. see
0: it in theaters None come of these see kids.
1: it uh, come see it shot that's a come shot alright um earth 19 is swamp thing now if not for the green they lantern world that
0: freaking show right. why did they stop putting that in there
1: I, I'm i pretty sure that this end shot was done before they decided to cancel oh. swamp thing <laughs> so they were like fuck it just leave it in we just want yeah. to yeah okay. leave it in there whatever uh, and you know what? I mean, I feel like they could always bring back Swamp Thing if they really wanted to. Yeah, you know, at least on like HBO Max or something. Uh, anyway, they built uh, that Earth
0: tank. Why? Like, I don't under. They put so much money into that. That was a weird right. choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a money pit. Um, yeah. Earth Twenty One is Doom Patrol, and this okay. was bittersweet for me because even though I was happy to see Doom Patrol on the screen because I love Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. as you guys know. Yeah. Um. It was kind of bittersweet because it, it verified that the Titans on the DC Universe uh, streaming app and the Doom Patrol on that same app are not part of the same world. Right. Even though somehow many of the same actors portraying the Doom Patrol were featured in Titans as the Doom Patrol. Yeah. I, yeah, but hey, whatever. DC. Crisis. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they showed them having a little dance party after a successful mission which was neat uh and last but not least um brandon ralph finally got his happy yeah. ending <sighs> so pretty earth 96 is the donnerverse with <laughs> the superman universe his uh, smiling face it made me so happy his smiling face but, but almost as important the fact that his his shield no longer had the blackness in it it had the yellow filled back in
0: which means to his say, family's
1: alive again. His family's alive. Yeah, and that was the sweetest thing. Speaking of Superman, now that we've yes. gotten all the the worlds verified, speaking of Superman, we got a little teaser. Speaking of spinoffs as well, they, of they what the
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, of what the the Superman show is going to be about. So Lois calls. Um, what's the guy's name? The actor I always forget. <laughs> uh,
0: the actor playing Superman is Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah.
1: Tyler Hochin. So Lois calls Tyler Hoechlin Superman and says, Hey, you got to get back home. And he's like, what's going on? And she goes, it's your sons. And he's like, my sons. Squirrel? Like he was surprised that he yeah. had more than one kid. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he didn't get the, uh, the mind meld from, uh, Martian Manhunter yet to
0: the mind meld would not fill him in on this though. It would fill <laughs> right. It would fill him in on what has already happened.
1: Like that's true. That's so true. This
0: is a new thing. Um, Yeah. I'm very excited for the show. It's coming. uh, They are, they are going to do it. They've picked it up for series. So, yeah.
1: So, okay. So these were the last two episodes uh, of, of the crossover Yeah. after that long ass break. And in in comic shops today, uh, we finally got the tie in hundred page giant that I talked about last time um, to give you a little bit of insight as to what happened in between. I think there was a Felicity uh, story in there. Yeah. There was some excerpts from the actual a crisis story that was printed in comics years ago. Um, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I'm, I'm still going to pick it up <laughs> yeah, because I, I do want to know what was going on there. Um, yeah. uh, you know there were there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of questions left to be answered. I I,
0: I noticed, thought she was going to be in it, man. I'm shocked.
1: Yeah, at least there's like a wave I, or on a TV screen or something. I could have
0: shown her like appearing to him as a vision. Yeah, at the very end when he's dying, moving on to the next life, in, so in the in Doctor Who goodbye Raggedy Man fashion, something that like that. Perfect. Because like one of the
1: one of the um one of the uh, the missions that they had to do within this crossover was that they all had to go back to certain points in time where they all became close to one another, started to trust one another in yeah. order to I don't know rally
0: themselves for this final battle. Which is, unfortunately, also the plot of Endgame.
1: Yes. (laughs) Where they're like,
0: we go back in time to these particular moments.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a little on the nose, but... That's fine. They straight up got married at the end of one of these crossovers. Barry was there.
0: They were hit. Barry and um, and Iris were the only two people there. And Diggle.
1: Yeah, because he went to get Diggle.
0: It was the four of them, right? Yeah, I think so. Sorry, five.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Was that not the biggest moment of your life? Wouldn't they have to go back and revisit that moment? Just, I don't know. I don't know. That was kind I of weird to it, me. They,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think they kind of I, fudged that up. Over. I don't
1: know what happened with the actress, but yeah, I, I, it must have been like. She a She seems bad to
0: love them, though. Like, and I don't. I'm guessing it interfered with her schedule.
1: I guess. But I mean, even not even just like a, a cell phone call, not even just like a FaceTime, you know,
0: I've used fucking archive footage of her yeah. and shown her. Like I said, that's what I would have done. I even if she couldn't show up or <laughs> I would have said, hey, where are you? What city are you in? Go green screen her. Right. We'll come to you. Just and basically just this. have her holding out a hand for him. That's I really it.
1: hope it's not bad blood because I I, I, hope so I thrive off of the idea that these people love one another. And I need that to be true. <laughs> I
0: think maybe it's bad blood between creator, creative behind the scenes people and her. But I don't think it's between like the actors. They all seem to love each other. And she's done like wines for knocking point and everything like that. Like there's no. No, I don't think it's that.
1: OK, Good. This um, is not
0: a, like, Lauren Graham and uh, the guy who played Luke situation where it's, like, they're together on the show and they fucking hate each other in real life. Like, I don't think it's that. Okay. That's well, a press for other people. If I had to hear you talk about wrestling, you can hear me talking about Gilmore Rules for one. Yeah,
1: no, I'm down. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, whatever, man. We'll talk about whatever on the show. But, yeah, just I don't know. Felicity, man. Emily. Emily. He was uh,
0: missed. Beckett. Uh,
1: Beckett. Richard. Uh,
0: Richard. Beck Richards Beck Rickards? Something? It's
1: words in that order or Emily some Bet- or I don't
0: know.
1: This is this is captivating podcasting.
0: Do you want me to open the new tab?
1: Um <laughs> Emily Bet Rickards is her name.
0: <laughs> Emily Bet Rickards.
1: Emily Bit Rickards. Yeah. She said goodbye oh at the gosh, end of the she's only uh, a
0: year older than me. Guys, I'm Oh, a wow. A loser. What? That I mean, I f- me. I feel like
1: if they weren't going to use her in the crossover, they really shouldn't have kept talking about her. No, that was rough. For instance, they also someone, like
0: forgot about the daughter again. Like
1: they what forgot the about fuck? she was supposed to take over. They forgot about Mia. They yeah. forgot about Mia. They straight up just totally forgot about um, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And he worked at Star Labs. And then, you know, there was an important plot point where they're like, hey, we've got to build this MacGuffin. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, who can help us build the MacGuffin? I know. How about the uh, not smart Harrison Wells and uh, this this new Choi guy that we don't know? Oh,
0: my God. the, the When he, when Flashcraft <laughs> grabs that and they're like whoa, whoa 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 and he's like oh my god chill out like, what's wrong with you first of all i'm faster than you can even comprehend second of all i'm a, like i'm a smart dude i know what right. i'm doing here i'm a scientist thirdly chill. this is my building get the
1: fuck out yeah
0: yeah i that was I, I love when he i love the response was not oh god sorry guys it was like oh my god chill what is wrong right. with you
1: but yeah um Vibe's absence was kind of weird because he's usually the the default uh, MacGuffin builder on the show. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I
0: agree. I agree. His it schedule
1: was... must have been off too. I don't know something.
0: I think it was just too much. They had the, yeah. like they had way too much going on. They took on a lot. They just couldn't do it. Like they reached a point where they're it like, just, all, right, yeah. we cut all even though we know like this would be great, we just can't do it all
1: we tired y'all we just need to stop that's basically what they said like alright let's just get oh, yeah. this fucking Steven, when Stephen Amell
0: was laying down and he's like I'm I'm dying here I was like Stephen Amell just needs a nap right now that's what this yeah. is this whole yeah. scene and they're like calling, crying they're like fuck we need naps too <laughs> yeah those tears I are real because they're like god you can finally rest now yeah I noticed during he's a lot a
1: of TV his show, um, yes, <laughs> he's doing what is it called heels or something on, something uh, like that it's a yeah. thing yeah, but I noticed he was rocking back and forth a lot when he was doing his Spectre scenes. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it was a choice or if he was I just like, was. okay, this is uncomfortable or whatever. Yeah, he was just kind of like, maybe it was emotional form, Maybe that's what it was. And he was going through and kind of feeling the, the weight of what he was saying while he was saying it. Hopefully that I mean, was the case.
0: Look, I uh, I respect the a lot of Stephen Amell. I think he's made a great career. He's not the best actor. Agree. That 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 no, that's, like,
1: that's fair. That's, that's fair. Okay. He is but not.
0: I don't care because he tries so hard.
1: Same. He's a TV um, actor. And, and you, TV
0: actors aren't always great. They're just always, okay. And, and you do buy him as this character. Like, he's enjoyable. Yeah. I have a hard time believing he's going to be, like, much different going and doing other things, you know? Right. Um, right. But, and I think but as long okay as
1: the Arrowverse like exists... Him.
0: Like, I like him, so I'm willing to go watch that heel show or whatever because I want to see him do things. I think he seems like a great person, you know?
1: So, basically, it's hooking you the same way that Glow hooked you because of Allison Brie. Yeah, but <laughs> –
0: No, yeah, that's
1: fair. That's a good that thing. That
0: was like – like, someone was like, oh, Alison Bree's on show. I'm like, yeah. And then it was like <laughs> the internet going, holy shit, she shows her tits. And I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what?
1: <laughs> that Netflix money, you know, they, they, it's got some sway. They got, they got some sway there. Um, <laughs> now I'm so distracted by everything. I okay.
0: I don't remember my own name because I just, that was that scene.
1: In that was a literal <laughs> showstopper right there. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to soldier talking. on. The- We're gonna stop. <laughs> okay, so my I, yeah, my thing about thinking, the specter,
0: other than other than vibe that you felt was missing from Crisis,
1: I wanted Stephen Amell to be buck ass naked as the Specter. That's what fair to me. That's fair because it's, it's not a sexual thing either. What? It's just
0: well, it's a little bit <laughs> cool.
1: mm-hmm. well, now. Now I'm like the not uh, I'm like, the, I'm, like the, I'm like the the woman. The kombucha woman. Um, oh, 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 mm, no. uh, <laughs> they made him a little bit pale. They did that, but they didn't shave his head. I wasn't expecting that. But basically, to give people an idea of what I'm talking about, the specter from the comics is supposed to look like, um, the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted's bogus journey. That's what yeah. he's supposed to look like just with a green flowing robe. That robe was trash. He was fully clothed. He was still hairy. Next time he shows up, because, come on, he's going to show back up eventually. Because
0: he's Spectre, yeah.
1: Because he's Spectre. I want him to be ethereal. I want him to be translucent. And just for us to hear his voice, he can be like a giant presence booming in the background or something like that. Ooh, like but, Superman.
0: Like, uh, um, oh,
1: what's his face? The Ronald actor. Brandon?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of like that. Like, they can CG it up, you know. Save up a little bit because we don't need another anti-monitor uh, CG <laughs> <laughs> hot mess. They they stretch that budget so thin. God, you know what? They tried. Maybe maybe we're over analyzing this. Maybe that's why they didn't have all these characters in here because they just couldn't afford to pay them I, to show I, up.
0: I- fully buy that this uh, how, I, I mean how much is this look guys no tab new tab new tab new tab yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah because we know that's why they couldn't get michael rosenbaum because he's like look you know no disrespect i'm an actor i work i need to get paid i can't just show up for a candy bar and uh 350 for bus fare so I help me out
0: all right i have my own thoughts on that but
1: yeah i mean i i, I, I think that was that too. a dick move let me tell you though I'm glad that he didn't show up because it gave John Cryer uh, the oh, chance to shine Yeah, for people that don't watch Supergirl. Because I don't watch Supergirl, and I didn't know how good John Cryer uh, is as Lex Luthor. He is amazing. Yeah. Like, he just nails it. Seriously. I, I agree.
0: <laughs> um, I can't seem to find a budget. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 15 15- less than 15% of Avengers Endgame's reported budget. Wait, what is the whole article? oh I might have found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, while you're, while you're digging into that. No, keep <laughs> going. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to talk about my, my guilty pleasure, not even guilty pleasure, man. Something I was very happy that they resolved. They didn't have to do it. And I was texting you during this, as we're wont to do. We're oh, going yeah, back we and did. Forth. You were
0: a little bit behind, and I was flipping out.
1: Right. I kept fast-forwarding through commercials trying to catch up, because I'm like, what happened? It was the Ezra Miller reveal that got you so psyched up. You're uh-huh. like, holy shit. Um, but my thing was, I just said to you just in passing, wouldn't it be cool if they bought back okay. Diggle's daughter? Because in a previous crossover, somebody messed with the timeline. I don't remember exactly what went down. (laughs) But Diggle had a daughter that he named after Sarah Lance, because at at that time she had died in battle. And so he named his daughter after her as a show of respect. Some crossover happened, the timeline got fucked up, and his daughter became his son. And it was John Jr. And we know why they did that. You know, eventually they, they... uh, had a storyline that John Jr. changed his name because he was ashamed of you know letting his dad down. So he became Connor Hawk, yeah. the new Green Lantern of right. the future, whatever. It could have been Mia, whatever. They could have done it either way. <laughs> right. Anyway, we got justice because Sarah came back. Yeah. But even better, now he has a bonus kid because now he's got a son <laughs> and a daughter.
0: True. <laughs> okay. Um, th- they're saying this is an estimate. The, of okay. this is just like they they they're like maybe it'll be around this number because these DC DC shows cost about three million per episode, which that seems about right. Yeah. Um. So to give people context, a three camera sitcom, the traditional sitcom that's filmed before a live studio audience, the full house type of sitcom, um, those are usually about a million an episode or just shy of a million like 750,000 to a million an episode. Um when you get into single camera, that's when you're getting into like 2 million to 3 million whatever depending on how big the show is. Um so that's why they have a lot of those three camera sitcoms they're significantly cheaper to make. I think Mad Men cost about like 2 million an episode or something like that. It was a very expensive show. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, these these shows uh, are very expensive, and they said even if the network gave this, they were like a hefty budget. They they consider when they're writing whoever wrote this article in Gizmodo said a hefty budget would be twenty five million dollars for five episodes. So they would wow. be they would be knocking it up to five million an episode as opposed to three million every week. It's true. So that's not much more to work with. So. That means they have an extra $2 million per episode um, for all of the CG and all of the cameos, which means Rosenbaum's getting scale, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, roughly explained to the, for those who don't know. You're in a union. Um, this is the minimum that they ensure that you make because you're a part of this union and pay your dues and everything like that. They fight to make sure that you get the minimum amount of money for your work. Uh, so that's probably what they offered Rosenbaum. Probably travel and, and scale pay. Um, and I understand why he's like, no. And he had personal circumstances, which is totally different. Like his grandfather was ill, kind of thing. But yeah. he was just like, the way he explained it. And we, and we talked about this in past, I was like, I don't fucking understand, dude. Like, all this would have been, would have been like for the fans that you, like, you're going to these conventions and you're so cool with them and like it would have been for them. You still would have gotten paid. It's not like they weren't going to pay you at all. They have to. Right. And like, it would have been publicity. Like you could have gone on more like podcasts and like you probably could have turned it into more at the very least more hits for your podcast.
1: Look at the goodwill just based on 30 seconds that Ezra Miller got. Yes. Yes. Just for showing up playing yeah. ball. Yeah. You know, you're you're flat out saying you want to see a Flash movie now. Which is incredible because right. I I'm kind of agreeing with you. And yeah. you know, previously I've stated I don't like Ezra Miller. I didn't like him as the Flash because of the way he runs It's kind of goofy. But yeah. I'd watch him, you know, I think
0: he the fact and that I he personally showed personally up- am like I run very goofy. I'm a terrible (laughs) runner, but I really want to be the Flash. So I feel him. I feel him.
1: Yes. So I I think, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. Oh, there's something else I wanted to touch on, too.
0: Sometimes um, the whole doing it for exposure thing is bullshit. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a very good idea. You've got to weigh out the situation.
1: This is why you've got to talk to your representation and and get with somebody you trust who can advise you on things like
0: this. Which is why. Quentin Tarantino, if you're listening, we've been praising you this whole time. <laughs> I will put my feet in your movies for scale. <laughs> I will do it for scale and publicity, man. I'll do it. I will not. I just want to go on record. No honey on. I don't care. Pay me. I don't you care. Do just, it. No. What? It's, I, I,
1: it's just feet.
0: Uh, it's it's you, fine. You don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.
1: You know, you can do what you want with your feet. It ain't touching my feet. Don't, I, don't know. I didn't say anyway. can touch them. <laughs> Look. Look. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. So, did you know, um, during part five, the final part of Mm -hmm. uh, Crisis, when Flash and Supergirl realized that, oh, my God, our Earths are now one Earth, Mm -hmm. and they're fighting that villain on the dock, did you know who that old man was that walked up to them?
0: No. The guy who was asking for an autograph. Who was it? Yes.
1: That was comic legend Marv Wolfman.
0: Oh,
1: Yes, I'm he did a Stan Lee cameo.
0: I'm very embarrassed because don't, I met Marvel. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was going to say, don't feel bad because I've actually met him. I probably I met, met him more recently. I met
0: Marvel with my, one of my BFF and the Turtle Soup Ryan guy, um, got mm-hmm. his autograph at because Ryan is a huge Crisis on Infinite Earths fan. It's like one of his favorite comics of all time. Big DC guy. So we went to a comic book convention together a few years back and uh, he got, I believe he got Wolfman and Perez both to sign his like crisis, his giant crisis book. He carried it around. He was so proud. It's this big, it may, comic have, been,
1: it may have been the Megacon that I met you at because um, <laughs> I saw George Perez there. I didn't see Marv Wolfman. But oh no, I really met George Perez. George Perez is a a balding gentleman who always wears Hawaiian shirts.
0: Yep. That's who I met. Yep.
1: George Perez.
0: Okay, perfect. No, I mean, that's fair. Look, this is why I was
1: was telling you not to feel bad because you, just like everyone, it's difficult to pinpoint what comic book artists and writers look like because their whole shtick is you don't see their face, unlike Stan Lee. Somebody on like a Stan Lee level. Yeah. Okay. You got to know what Stan looks like. And even him, he looks completely different now. Well, you know, may he rest in peace. He looks completely different in this last role than he looked in the 1970s when he was hanging out on like the electric company and shit. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: So, yeah, Marv Wolfman showed up. I saw him at C2E2 last year at a panel and, you know, he was just nice, nice as can be um he showed up and asked for their autograph he's a gentleman that not only uh uh wrote crisis on the infinite earths he co-created blade the vampire hunter uh he wrote a big chunk of the uh new teen titans uh featuring the team of robin starfire raven uh cyborg and beast boy all three Omnibi sitting on my shelf right now that i'm looking at Mm -hmm. because i love these fucking comics these these are comics that made me fall in love with comic books that's so sweet man dude is cool as hell and i was glad to see him be able to show up 73 years old to see his creations live and in person like that it's pretty dope
0: yeah that must have been very cool for him i'm glad they did that i did not know that that's that's awesome
1: yeah, yeah. And they even got a chance to do the homage to the, uh, the cover that everybody uh-huh. recognizes, uh, from Crisis of Inf- on the Infinite, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths of Superman holding,
0: uh-huh. uh,
1: Supergirl's lifeless body in his uh-huh. arms. We see Supergirl holding Superman's cape in her arms kind of the same way.
0: Amazing. I loved that they did that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So many, so many nods, so many homages, so many Easter eggs in uh-huh. here. Um, I'm sure we're going to be talking about this on every comic site for weeks to come, as we should be. It was executed very well. Um, as I was talking to Dee about it, we actually kind of made an observation about it, which I think is is credible. And it's not a dig uh, at the show at all.
0: I love to preface it with that. Go, go I know. Good good.
1: <laughs> and I just want to hear your thoughts on it, too. Okay. I feel like part five was more of an epilogue than an actual like yes. part of the thing. 100% you know? agree. Yeah. So that's not a and, dig.
0: That's just a like, um we need to re we kind of need to regroup because that was a lot. That's yeah. what I felt like it was. We need we to need regroup to, because we're gonna have to move forward with these other shows right after this, and we need you to have some time to like understand what the fuck's going on now.
1: Yeah, yeah, we need to show you guys uh, what the status quo is, what's going on there. Yeah, establish so was, Superman's
0: new show, reestablish Flash, reestablish uh, Supergirl. Like, mm, let's let's be cool with all this, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I was um, talking to Allison Keane, who uh, is a TV editor and critic uh, at Pace Magazine online. Um, and she was tweeting about the show, and I was just basically saying the same thing. It, it feels like... Um, I don't know if you remember Zero Hour where they had like all the zero issues come out. Ooh, better example. Um, Most recently when we did DC Rebirth.
0: Yeah. And
1: we had not issue one. We had like Batman Rebirth and Flash yes, Rebirth and that, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I read. Some it was books. just to, yeah, just to get people up to speed. Like this is yeah. where we're at right now in this world. And if you like it, come back for issue number one. It's going to yeah. be a fresh new story. So Agre- I Yeah, that's like,
0: definitely it.
1: Yeah, and I think it was appropriate, too, for it to be on Legends of Tomorrow's uh, season premiere. Yeah. So, you know, this is like the world. This is what we have. Yeah. (laughs) So I really dug
0: that. And then you got Bebo. All hell Bebo. Yeah, yeah. Worship Bebo.
1: (laughs) As someone who doesn't watch Legends, and I've been told many times that I need to catch up. It's fun. It's a fun show. The Bebo thing kind of fell flat.
0: It you does know, feel, it did fall flat. It totally fell flat. And I, and I only peripherally know about Bebo and like, mm-hmm. cause I haven't watched all of Legends. I've watched a portion of it and then I kind of know what's going on in Legends from time to time. But, uh, so I knew about Bebo, just a, a little bit about him. Um, and then I refreshed myself. I immediately it was like, what's Bebo again? Let me Google this. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: but then I was like, hail Bebo. <laughs> all hail Bebo. Worship Bebo.
1: So just the all right so the last thing i wanted to touch on yeah um we got the the money shot that we all wanted which was the heroes oh. of the now combined earth prime
0: god so good
1: sitting around
0: i mean they the were table. sitting in some really fucking stupid office depot chairs but it was awesome See, I thought they looked like those gamer,
1: like, streaming racer chairs. Like, yeah. that's what it was
0: like. Hey, guys, welcome back. This I, they, is my channel. Thanks have for subscribing. I feel like I know they blew the budget, <laughs> but, but I really hated those chairs. I was like, we can't do better than this. Okay. Hey,
1: guys, it's me, Barry. Thanks for coming back. Make sure to like, subscribe, yeah. and share. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So we, we got the triumphant scene of them all sitting around the table the first meeting of the Justice League. All of a sudden, we hear a monkey scurrying on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, we zoom out and we see the building is now the Hall of Justice mm-hmm. that apparently Barry has owned for quite some time and we just didn't know.
0: Yeah, dude I don't, I, I assume that was something I didn't know about.
1: Yeah, dude is just balling. So, okay. um, we see a, a, a crate. As as the uh the super friends music cues up hmm. and we see the crate says Gleek almost in the same I way that I did not
0: know what this was and messaged you. He <laughs> was like, What's the monkey, man? <laughs> And you were like, that's oh, super friends. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool because that's
1: the same way that they teased uh, Gorilla Grod way back in the day. Mm-hmm. We saw the empty cage and it just said Grod on the cage. DC loves monkeys. They love their mentor, monkeys. He,
0: he was, yeah, I was asking him about that once and he's like, man, they just love their monkeys. And I they love do. them for loving their monkeys. <laughs> right. Mansoor
1: Mala, Grod, Bleak. Yeah. Gleek. yeah. There, was, there was even a crossover in the books where they all became gorillas or something for a month. It was weird. Yeah, comics, y'all.
0: <laughs> comics are weird. I thought it was a great, great crossover. I didn't have any yeah. complaints.
1: I don't think they can do anything else at this point. I, I hope they go smaller and more. I intimate. agree.
0: Do do mini crossovers. Do a Flash and Supergirl episode. Do a Crisis yeah. and Supergirl or a Crisis. <laughs> do a Legends and Supergirl do, episode. Do a Final Crisis. Do a do, do an do Infinite Supergirl Crisis. Superman crossovers. Superman and Flash. Like just do little things throughout the year. And, and mm-hmm. that'll make it easier on the actors, too. You know? Just let them chill. One of my...
1: what? Okay. One more thing, I swear. Last, last, last thing. Yeah. It warmed my heart mm-hmm. when Supergirl realized that Batwoman is part of her Earth now.
0: Mm-hmm. She was and so she,
1: excited. She was so excited. She did this little happy dance, and she was like, oh, my God, guys, Batwoman's here.
0: Their friendship is so pure. I love it. It's so cool. And then at the end,
1: when we're going through all of them just, like, relaxing and recouping Mm -hmm. at home, we see, like, Batwoman and Supergirl just kind of chilling on the couch watching TV. I'm like, this is so great. Yeah. This is so cool. I loved it. I I did,
0: too. I did. I think that that's (laughs) a really cool dynamic. I mean, obviously, we always like the Superman-Batman thing, so – The fact that they can explore that with Supergirl and Batwoman, I think, is is a really interesting thing going forward. I think it's going to make both shows better.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Um, You know, this crossover. did just have
0: mini cameos. That's what I really want to see out of it. I don't care about crossovers anymore. Just just have a random Supergirl show up in an episode of Batwoman or whatever. That'd be fun as
1: hell. Yeah, all bets are off. Just, hey come, just show up for a scene and go home. Whatever. You don't even have to be in costume. Yeah. Works for me. (laughs) Yeah. So that's Crisis, guys. And of course, you know, we want to hear what you thought about the crossover, too. What did you like? What did you not like? What excites you about the future? Email us. Tweet us. Instagram us. Whatever you want to do, let us know what your thoughts are because we're excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Definitely excited. My headache is... Not not as bad anymore, but you know what? now, my throat hurts. <laughs> it's that goddamn barb voice like that that like oh God, or whatever, what was her name? I don't know, whatever, I've already forgotten. who cares?
1: I'm so confused right now.
0: The voice that I was doing that's what killed my oh, killed yeah, my voice.
1: yeah, 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 yeah it's a
0: <laughs> that's why I'm like because I was wondering same, I'm like, why does my voice hurt? Oh, that's why, oh. <laughs> You're like the trained vocal person, and I'm just out here like bull in a china shop. My whole It hurts gotcha. to be
1: a man, Lex. It hurts to sound like a man.
0: I don't like it. I don't like being a man. <laughs> that's good.
1: Um, yeah. So, folks, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to rest our heads yeah. and our voices so we can come back to you again around this time next week. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Follow us on all the social medias, Lex and Matt. Uh Visit us at com. Of course, you can check out our exclusive Patreon mm-hmm. for all kind of cool shit. Last time I saw, we had like 13 mini episodes up there or 13 yeah. posts yeah. for uh, patrons exclusive. There is so
0: quite a backlog
1: on there. There's a lot to catch up on. And it's all fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. It's check us out, everybody. Um, I guess we'll just end there. Uh, I, I'm Matt Peters and I'm Lex Lutz and, uh, be excellent to each other.
0: Bye.